Good morning. Welcome to the Bond Sunday Morning Services. Thank you so much for being a part of it. I absolutely appreciate it. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved uh, anywhere in the world by calling 1-800-411-2663, 800-411-BOND, or you can email us, church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org, and put your name in town. And I can respond today uh, if you should call in and or email. Uh, but you must put your name and title on your emails, all right? And good morning to everybody that's here. Good morning. Good morning. Um, you know, I've been saying for a long time, and I guess all the time, that our battle in life is a spiritual battle, and it's a battle between good and evil, right versus wrong. That's all that is. There's nothing else. Everything else is an illusion. Um, have you noticed in your life whether you're blessed or cursed, anyone in this room or out there? Do you notice on a daily basis if you're blessed or cursed? Yes. And how many people are cursed in this room? Only one person is cursed. Everybody else is blessed. Okay. Okay. And I do hear yes, right? Uh, yes. Looking at me crazy means yes. Yes. All right. It's okay. This, I know you come from other churches where they make you say hallelujah and all that. But I'm asking for a reason on this one. So except for this one man, everybody else in this room is blessed, right? Oh, okay. Uh, you're trying to decide which one you are? Well, I, I often feel cursed, but I, uh, when I step back and look at it, I, I realize I'm blessed more than cursed. Oh, okay. What does, a, what does it feel like to feel cursed? Uh, get the sense that uh, yeah, like things are working against you and uh, things go wrong a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's just all these negative emotions. But then you're getting a sense that you are blessed? Well, and I step back and look at everything that I have and, uh, and so how my life works, it actually works pretty well. Okay. How about you, Michelle? Blessed? You say you're blessed. You didn't raise your hand, so you're blessed, right? Yes. In what way? As far as having a family and being a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> Yeah, you're so happy about it, you can't how to say it. <laughs> what a blessing. <laughs> what is good about being a stay-at-home mother? I, got, I get to watch Isaiah grow up. You get to do what? I, get, I get to see him grow up, the oh. different stages. Are you, like, happy about that? Yeah, I yeah. really love that. Oh, okay. All right. And you say you're cursed. Yes, I am. In what way? But... <laughs> When I look, at, uh, look into myself, I see how much of a wimp, a wimp I am. And, and every time I do that, I ask myself, what kind of man, I, I, who am I to even enjoy even one moment of life? You ask yourself that? Yeah, uh, yes, because Every time I, you can see your, your weakness? Huh? Whenever you see your weakness, you ask yourself, yeah, who are you to... Even enjoy a even moment in, of life. And what does stuff say back to you? For the life of me, I couldn't even find an answer. Oh, I see. So you, you just keep on trucking along? Looks like it. If I was, uh, to me, if I was, uh, if I was blessed, I would take responsibility for, my, uh, for myself. Better responsibility for myself. Are you hard on yourself? I would, uh, okay, I didn't. Uh, yes or no? Yes, I am. And why? Because as, also, as I look back on my life, I look at all, all the shortcomings and mistakes, mistakes and sins I can, I, I can, I ask my dad. But they're over. Hmm? That was in the past. People have long memories. People? Oh, people remind you of your sins? Yes. Oh, I see. And you fall for it? What else could I do? How about ignoring it? You think falling for it is the only choice you have? Well, I had, well, not as long as it's true. About what you did in the past? Yes. And so because it's true of what you did in the past, you think you need to fall for it? Well, if I was a better person, I wouldn't. If you were a better person? Yes. Oh, okay. 
So you're becoming worse instead of better. I can't see myself as... Yes or no? No. Well, I see myself as a worse person. So you are becoming worse? By the looks of it. <laughs> That's amazing, uh, boy. You need some counseling or something. You call me this week. If I have the time, I'll consider Find the time and call me. Mm -hmm. All right? I just wanted to add one thing. If, if, uh, if you really knew, uh, knew, me, uh, knew me, you would at least agree with some of us. That's why I want you to call me. Huh? That's why I want you to call me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ask you right here because I'm afraid of what you may blurt out. And we have ladies in the house. I understand. Or maybe you should come to our Thursday night meeting for men. Thursday? Only. Okay. The first Thursday of the month. I understand. Can you come? A okay. You would. First Thursday of the month at okay. 7 p.m. Yes. That Can you come to that? Yes or no? Uh, I, I believe I can. All right. If you can't, call me. I understand. We need to get you passed. It's ridiculous. All right? It's unnecessary. And, and Susan, you said you were blessed too? Me? Susan. Me? No, you. Yes. You are blessed. Yes, I do feel blessed. Oh, okay. You feel blessed. Yeah, I, I am blessed. In what way? Well, I'm still here. I've done so many dumb things in my life, and, <laughs> and um, I'm still seeing things that God hasn't abandoned me. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky. Uh, things could be so much worse in my life than they are right. if I had my way. And how would you respond? You say you're blessed. I, I don't think of it, so I don't, I don't know. Do you recognize during a day or a week, or are there moments when you recognize that your battle is spiritual? Well, it's spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Right. And do you recognize whether you're cursed or blessed? No. You don't think about those things at all? No, I don't think in terms of being cursed or blessed. Oh, okay. And, and so you don't give God any, uh, you know, uh, appreciation for well, your I life. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I sh I'm not as much. I should have more appreciation than I do. And, and why don't you have more? You think? Uh, I tend to be negative. I tend to have a negative tilt. Oh, you do? Yeah. I In what always, way? Always have. In what way? Uh, mad at the world. Don't like things. Don't like <laughs> the world. It's like <laughs> just tend to be that way. Just mad at everything. Yeah. And you're going to spend a lifetime like that? I don't know. I don't know. It's not, I don't consciously try to be that way. Uh, and you like to overcome that? Yes. It must be hard on your wife seeing you live that way. Uh, probably is. Yeah. Do you think it's hard on her when she look at her God and he's living that way? He's so negative, so angry. What is she to do? Well, I don't know. You don't, you don't think about her either? I can't hear you. No. It's okay. We're fellowship. I can't hear you. I, I don't know. It's like I, I just am what I am. <laughs> like I tend to be what I am, and that's it. Uh, okay. I look at the world. It looks like a big, crummy place, a stupid place. <laughs> uh, everybody doing the wrong thing. The world looks like a big, crummy, stupid place. Yes. Yeah, it does. And it is. Yeah. yeah. But you, I wouldn't waste my lifetime being mad about it. No, I don't. Because it's not going to change by you being angry. No, I, I agree. But I've, I've, I'm much less than I used to be. Oh, okay. Less than I used to be because I, I was pretty severe. How about you, Wayne? Are you blessed or cursed? I'm blessed. You, I think maybe they should go to the VA and, and, and visit those people down there and they change the attitude. Yeah, that'll wake them up. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how are you blessed? I have my health. Yeah. I have my family. Um, do you see... Uh, so you have your health, you have your family. I have my health and I have my family. I have, there's something weird about that. <laughs> weird about that? The health part is good, but I don't know about the family part being an example of being blessed. Because you can have a family, and I don't know about your family, I'm just saying, you can have a family and be catching hell left and right. Would that be a blessing? What? I think that's just all a part of life. You just have to deal with it, but you don't have to be angry or upset about it, or you know, be happy that you that you even have a family and you have kids and so on and so forth. So you think that 
as long as you have a family, and if they're causing you hell, it's just a part of life, but you're still blessed because you have this family. Well, yeah, because you can change a lot of those things. Uh, you know, how many people agree with that? You agree with Wayne on that? I'm sorry, I wasn't there. Where are you? She's in the third world. <laughs> Why are you not with us? What's on your mind? I don't think anything's on my mind. I'm just tired. Oh, you're tired from work? You work late shift? Yes. Graveyard shift. Yeah, that's a, a bad shift. Um, do you think it's a blessing to have a family even though you may be catching hell from them? Uh, that depends on how you respond to them. Um, Catching hell from them, I'm not sure what, what that means. Um, you have you have children? Yes. You have you have children. Yes. They don't give you hell? No. They give you heaven? Yes. Oh they do. And what is heaven from your children? By way of your children? Peace and harmony and, and love. Really? So your kids give you no problem? No, they really don't. And how did that happen? God. Who? God. It wasn't me. Oh, God did it. Okay. Um, and Rhonda, you said yes. A part of a blessing is having a family, even though they may be giving you hell. Yeah. I I'm not saying it's wrong, so we like you, but I feel the tension and not share stuff. So. That's your opportunity to get better, to, make your, to get to that peace and harmony of your family. Oh, okay. To work things out. All right. Do you guys recognize hell around you? or curses around you too? Mm -hmm. Can you give me that example of curse around you? Something you see going on around you and you, you know that it's a curse? Yes. Uh, do, let, me, let me tell you guys this. This is what I want like love to see from this point forward. I need, I'd like to see you guys start living and thinking and watching. And when you come to the meeting, come with something. Don't make me work so hard to earn my little $250 offer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, like, make me earn my, my, my salvation every week. You don't ever bring news. Have you noticed that? Yes, yes. Yeah? Yes. And why is that? I mean, we have such good stuff going on here, but no one seemed to come really with something that happened or you discovered or you realized about yourself or it's like you come just to wait to see what I have to bring you. Because you spoiled us. In what way? Giving us a lot. I'm giving you too much? Yes. Okay. All right. I'll be ready for you next Sunday. <laughs> we all just going to stand here and sit here and look at each other next Sunday if you don't bring anything. Francisco has been telling me I've been giving you too much information. Um, yes. What do you see curses around you? Well, oh, give me an example. Okay, to start with, uh, I remember uh, I made mistakes. Uh, I m keep making mistakes so big and so stupid, uh, stupid that they were uh, care uh, that they simply don't make any sense, and that uh, that uh, that's why I'm hard on myself. A good person no uh, knows how to avoid making mis mistakes that big, and I. Uh, <coughs> Whatever, yeah, whatever curses are around them is nothing compared to how I react to them. Oh, okay. I want uh, Ron to read uh, Deuteronomy. I want you to read something Deuteronomy for me. Okay. You don't have it today? How about you, John? Can you read it for me? I don't have it. Did you bring your cell phone? Yes. <laughs> Ron, did you bring your cell phone? It's in my purse, yes. <laughs> yeah, I want you to read it. Yeah. I want you to go to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy um, 28 for me and start with. Uh, I want to give you examples of curses and in hope that while you guys are living, you can start to recognize it even more so inside yourself and outside yourself. Because if you don't recognize it, you're never going to get better from it. And a lot of folks don't recognize it. And they're not calling it what it is. You know what I'm saying? They're calling it everything else. And I'll give you an example in a minute. Uh, you have it, Rhonda? Uh, Deuteronomy 28, start with verse 15. 
And it goes on forever, but I'll tell you when it stops. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shalt thou be thy basket and thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kin and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shall thou be when thou comest in, and cursed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursings, vexations, and rebuke, and all that thou, that thou settest thy hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed, until thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee, until he hath consumed thee from off the land, whither thou goest to possess it. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption and with a fever, and with inflammation and with an extreme burning, and with the sword, and with blasting, and with mildew, and thou shalt pursue thee until thou perish. Wow. <laughs> and the heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thy feet shall be iron. A little louder for me. The Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust from heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them. And thou shalt be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. Removing. Okay. And thou shalt caress and shall be, I'm sorry. And thou carcass shall be meat unto all fowls of the air and unto the beasts of the earth. And no man shall fray them away. Okay, we should stop right there. They go on and on and on. And um, when you get a little time, make sure you read that. It is so important. Did you guys know that was in the Bible? You knew that was. Some of you didn't. Tuesday, you said no. You knew that was in the Bible. Do you see that happening around you in the world today? That is the world. You see it happen. That's what you don't like, right? I don't like it. I see it happening in the United States, rising up. I think sooner or later, it's all going to happen here. Yeah. Give me an example of it happening in the world around us. Well, people, people fighting, killing each other, uh, accusing, false accusing, accusing each other of things they don't do, getting mad about things that are real and unreal, yeah. uh, killing dictatorships. In this country? How about in this country? In this country? This country's been morally de downgraded, been demoralized for... Right, but do you see curses happening around you in America today? Yes. Give me an example. Well, the country, uh, marriages are falling apart, families don't, don't have the same values. That's a good one. The economy, now we've got the economy collapsing. Another good one. All the, the, morals, yeah. uh, the morals removed and declining continually. And do you think of it, when you see it, do you think of it, wow, this is a curse. Or do you I, just think? I think I think that that we're going to be cursed as a result of following this stuff. Yeah. It's like, I guess it's a curse. Yeah, it's a curse come down on the country, but the people bought it. Yeah. So now the people are are gonna are going to earn the curse. Yes. I was uh, using my hose this morning, and I realized you know, people around you look at you using the hose on the wrong day or something, and you go to jail or something, you know, <laughs> and. And, to water the grass, huh? and, or wash your car. Yeah, and I realized I realized that exact thing this morning that we were being cursed with drought. Yeah. We don't get the same rainfall that we should get if we were doing things the right way. And God said that that would happen too. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Wayne, did you have your hand? Oh, I was just saying not only that, you have prostitution, you have homelessness, uh, drug use, you know, um, you a lot of uh, mental illness. Uh, see a lot of things around here. And do you think of it as a curse when you see this stuff, or does that occur to you at the time? No, it's, I just look at it and wonder, what can we do to fix it? Oh, okay. But you don't, and that's where I want you to start. I mean, you need to start seeing it for what it really is. Because if you can see it for what it really is, then you can also see how to fix it. But if you just look at it and so, say, oh, I wonder how you can fix it, the answer will not come that way. You got to be able to see the reality, and that's why it's good to read the Bible sometimes.
because the Bible does lay out for us what will happen if we don't. And it, it lays out what will happen if we do, and if you have any sense of consciousness at all, you can see these things happening. And, 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 and the world, the people of darkness will call it something else, but at least the children of God would know what it is and we can be protected from it. And also we may be able to help some people overcome it. We gotta live differently. We gotta see things differently and think differently and act differently as children of God. Yeah, well, you know, basically no one's doing anything about the things that you see every day that's going on around you. And meaning to solve the problems? Yes. Because they don't, they're in darkness and they can't see how to solve it. They think sometimes giving they more don't programs. Want to solve it, I don't think. I'm sorry? I said sometimes I think people, they don't want to solve it. I think they, but the people of darkness are solving the problem in the best way that they know. That's all they can see to do. But the problem is you have the children of God, quote unquote, of the light going along with the children of darkness. So there is no, no <coughs> counteract to what's going on. Because children of God are not conscious. Something's wrong. You know what I'm saying? They're not saying, no, 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 here's how you do it. They're going along with it. They forget. They are not conscious enough to know what to do. And God wants us to be conscious of it because it's spiritual. Do you think it's because of so much opposition that uh, they lose the, the will to fight, the courage to fight it? Uh, a lot of distraction. Mm -hmm. There is intentional, intentional distraction to keep you away from that, the thing that can cause you to fight and overcome it. But, but that's what evil should do. It's doing its job. It need, it, its job is to distract you, to deceive you, to control you, and to destroy you. So you can't be mad at evil for doing what it does. And don't expect it to do anything else but what it does. It's doing its job. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. But we need to be aware of this. We need to be aware. And folks are not being aware. They're just not happening from men of God and women of God. I see a lot of hands. I know that you were first and then here, and I'll come around here. Yeah. You know, uh, Deuteronomy 28, chapter, uh, verse 22, it says, Yahweh will strike you down with consumption, fever, and different things. Consumption, yeah. I believe, is a lung deal, a lung ailment, like a tuberculosis. Yeah. And, you know, you've talked about the, you, you kind of, half joking but serious about the illegal alien diseases that come in? Yeah, we have an illegal alien disease in our country right now. I have no doubt about that. They're not telling us, and, but it is because if they told us these people are coming into our country illegally, they're not tested, they're bringing every God for second thing that they have with them, mm -hmm. and, and we're just getting it, but if the CD uh, what is it called? Center for Disease? Jeez. Call it a cold or just something else. Then we go, oh, this is I am you. Dumb people. I can't get over this. Whatever they call it, you trust them instead of trusting your own consciousness. The logic says that if these folks are coming in unchecked from a third world country, why wouldn't they bring in diseases that's going to make our little lightweight cold turn to something else? And everybody line up and take a flu shot and just go along with it. Where are the children of God? It says, let's see, and if we don't keep and observe the commandments of laws right here, that this is what we're going to get. It's so all if you don't stop your, if you don't have laws in your country and you don't keep people out who aren't tested for diseases, then you will get this, and we're getting it. And then the children of the law, which is of God, the laws in our heart, they are going along with the lawless, the people that will not keep the law. And they're feeling helpless to it. And they're taking their IMU test or vaccination, go over to you know, the drugstore tomorrow, line up and take your shot, and just go along with it. Our battle is a spiritual battle. We cannot go along with evil and survive. And we don't have to go along with it. That's the beauty of it. But if you don't see what's going on, it's going to destroy you and your children and everybody else. And I have a big example of evil here in a moment. But there's something wrong with the way we're living as children of God and the dialogue that we have and the lack of insight, the inability to see. What is the purpose of being of God if you're going to act like the blind and walk like the blind and talk like the blind and be like the blind, but yet you call yourself a child of God? For what? 
I mean, what's the purpose? Why not just boogaloo, boogaloo on down Broadway and die? <laughs> Remember that song, Boogaloo Down Broadway? Mm -hmm. Anybody know Boogaloo Down Broadway? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I'm telling you. Rhonda, you know you used to Boogaloo Down Broadway. She's sitting there talking. I'm sorry? Maybe Figueroa. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of the real good examples of, uh, you know, civilizations being cursed is like, uh, look at the, uh, like, Southeast Asia, where I have... I want to stay in America, right here where it's at home, <coughs> because we can look at Southeast Asia and feel good about our little no, but this illegal alien disease and all that, but it's out of control right here at home. No, I understand that, this, but this is where I'm getting to it. We should take a look at this as a warning what could happen to us, too, you know? Like in, uh, for example, like in L.A., we could have been struck with the, uh, you know, with a tidal wave, too. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about, and I appreciate what you're saying, but I want to talk about what is happening, the reality of what is happening right around us. Yes, ma'am. I mean, it's not hard to speak up. I mean, I find myself always, like, seeing things and saying, well, this doesn't work like that and that shouldn't happen like that, but it's, it seems like it's, it's harder to do. I mean, but I... I to speak up? Yeah. Why? Um, I mean, it's not hard for me to do it. It's just sometimes when you get so much flack against you, you kind of you want to back off, but I mean, I don't think I do because my husband probably tell you that. <laughs> but, you know, it's like everybody's lined up against you all the time, you know? And? Sometimes, Sometimes you, and well, yeah, nothing. But sometimes you kind of feel like, oh, maybe I'm not right, you know. So I'm just saying, in terms of us being spiritual people, sometimes our consciousness is not there enough to know, you know. I guess we have to keep going into prayer to be able to yeah. understand what, what to say and be the strength and yeah. be the example. Yeah, I was at an event last night, and I can't say what it is because it was a political event. What was? It? Oh yeah, it was. And. I guess 99.9999% of the people there were on one side of the fence, except for me and the person that invited me. And so the moderator kept saying things, and everybody applauded, 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 applauded. So finally I said, I'm just going to wait until everybody finished their applaud, applaud, and then boom. <laughs> 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 and so they went, yeah, right on, right on, yeah. And as soon as they quieted down, I went, boo. <laughs> and man, you would have think that God rose up in there. Snares and <sighs> rolls. I mean, people were afraid to look at me. It was just, it was something there. I'm like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you can't be afraid for the truth. And, you know, I guess I'm not afraid and, for And it. don't expect the crowd to ever, 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 but never be on your side. It's not going to happen. Right. If we're not on the side of Christ, and we should be willing to suffer for Christ. Yeah, I'm not afraid of just, uh, sometimes you question your own. Never do that. Uh, you, you, well, you want to make sure that you're doing it in the right way, too. That's why you need insight. Mm -hmm. Because you do have some nutcases going out there, speaking up at the wrong sure. time, and <laughs> just use the words mm -hmm. ridiculously. Yes. But I, I did, I noticed I was talking to somebody, and it was like, it's this black lady about some things, and it's always... The guy, the white man is against us. And it's like, it doesn't make sense about, it was just like, about, they said, well, about mortgages. Well, they just don't want us to have it. Uh-huh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's about money. It's not about your color. I noticed on my radio show, people call in. They would never, ever, ever say, you're wrong. They said, what about the white man? Well, the white man are doing it too. They never say you're wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how dumb can you be? It's not about the white man. It's about what is right, and let's get it right. And you see it, it is good and evil, it's not a color. It's not a color. It is not about color. Nothing is about color, except blind people. <laughs> Nothing is about color. Nothing is about male or female. It's the spirit of, behind everything. It's really a distraction, huh? It is a distraction. But children of God cannot be distracted because we can see what's going on. But I don't see real children of God. Now I see some. I don't want to act like nobody. Well, there are a few here and there. You know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. Well, the only thing I was going to say, that's kind of getting off the subject of talking about illegal immigration. Uh, I think that's the most legitimate uh, battle 
that one could take against illegal immigration is the disease factor. It's a very a important people, one. A lot of people don't think about that, you know, but we take a vaccination when we go to other countries. Yep. When these people come in here illegally, they're bringing all of those diseases that we take vaccinations for. They, they bring them all here in America. And the children of God just line up. Yeah. Take your, what are they calling that thing now? H1M1. 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 test. Okay. Be right on down. But not requiring anything to close the borders and protect us. It's crazy. As long as you go along, it's going to stay that way. What is there to change it? As long as you go along, it's like waking up in the morning whooping your wife every day. You know, uh, and look over there and just beat her. As long as she goes along with that, you're going to whoop her every morning. But if she wake up one morning, or you wake up one morning, she got a long knife laying beside her. <laughs> the beat is over. Isn't that true? Yeah. The beating is over. But that's how life is. Evil is going to beat you up every morning, as soon as you open your eyes, until one morning you wake up in a state of stillness. Then it's over. Saints have to go find somebody else and just every once in a while stop by to visit you to see if he can catch you in a weak moment. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, Frank. Yeah, I noticed that uh, you know, most of the cities, or most of the inner cities, there are war zones, places of death, and you don't even drive through some of these places. It doesn't matter who you are, um, they'll kill you. Uh, and they're usually on one side of uh, the political spectrum very yep. dangerous places in this country. That's right. Let me give you an example of a curse. I know a lot of other people raise your hand. I get you. You know, I said this morning, I may not take anybody's question and see how many people get mad. Oh, uh, look at Ermin doing this already. I forgot you even raised your hand, man. <laughs> what, what do you want to say? Actually, my question was, uh, what's the difference between sin and a curse? Uh, or is it the same thing? Or same thing. Huh? Same thing. Same thing. Everyone who sinned is cursed. Okay, well, okay. well, so I mean, that's, yeah, when you say you see cursing around you, yeah, it's everywhere. I mean, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought maybe you're going to define curse as something different. Uh, in Deuteronomy, it's when it, and I want to get some blessings and let you know that that can happen too. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 18, I mean, uh, 28, verse 18 says that curse shall be the fruit. Of thy body, thy body. You know what that means? Your children. Your children. Your children. And children today are cursed. They're lazy. They're angry. They're immoral. They're having sex before time. They uh, they have no courage to speak up for righteousness' sake. They don't respect their parents. They hate the word. I mean, just. There, I, it's hard to find blessed, blessed children today. They're weak. And then they, in their state, they leave the home and then they have to go out and deal with the real devil in the world, whether at school or whatever, and the devil in the world overtakes them even more so. And then they turn against you even more so. When your kids are having sex out of wedlock and when they uh, can't provide for themselves as young adults, when they... Uh, when they cannot recognize evil and resist it, they're cursed. Your body, the fruits of your body is cursed. They're not blessed. Yes, they may have a little money. Yes, they may be able to go to a fancy school or whatever, but they're still cursed. They have no insight. They're cursed. And then they're a headache the rest of your life. Our children are not supposed to be a headache the rest of our lives. They're supposed to be a blessing to us. But because we're cursed, we are reproducing this in our own image. And then we excuse it. Oh, everybody's going to do it. The world is tough. Uh, you know, you okay it. But you're cursed and you're not thinking of it or seeing it for what it really, really is. Because you're going along with the teaching of the enemy. Satan is of the world. He owned the world around us. And he's doing well in teaching his children to teach us and make us go along with it. I'm not going along with it, but most people are. Because they give it fancy names. 
Your children are not blessed when they leave home and you got to still take care of them. When I left home at 18, I don't even remember my grandmother sending me one penny <laughs> to help me out. I don't even think I ever asked, to be honest. But they had taught me to work. So I was able to, even though I was cursed in other ways, I was able to provide for myself. You know? It was different. I mean, we used to, when I left home, not only did I provide for myself, but I came back to provide for my parents. That's right. But it's the total reverse now. Totally reverse, because the curse. Children are cursed, and they're going to have cursed children. And then we're going to hide behind rocks. Have what? Hide behind rocks from our own children. Our children are going to come after us and kill us. And they don't have to send somebody else a child. When you get home tonight, shoot mama. <laughs> Mama's mean. Mama doesn't want you to have sex before marriage. She's mean. Building that anger. And all of a sudden, you're looking like the enemy. We need to wake up. We need to wake up to what's going on. It's not a game that's happening. Um, I want to give you another quick one here. So, okay, the children are cursed. And if you really look at your children, and I don't know all your kids here, but you can look at your children and know if they're cursed or not, even the little ones. It's a curse to let society weaken the boys, make them play with the girls in these different sports. That's a curse. To take away a man's masculinity is a curse. Because the masculinity represents God. That's what builds the foundation of the family. That's what guides the wife and the children. And to sacrifice your children, your boys, to these little girls because they say we got to... Uh, whatever they call it. They have fancy names for it. It's a, it's a curse. He's going to grow up de, uh, emasculated or demasculated? Emasculated. E? Emasculated. Huh? Emasculated. They're going to grow up like that. Isn't that a curse? Or maybe I'm wrong. Who disagrees that that's a curse? That's a curse. Because you're wiping God out of the picture at an early age. The men represent God. But if God is taken out of your nature, when you are helpless to the enemy around you, you will never be able to represent him as a man growing up. And then they'll give you a welfare check. I, I was looking at Oprah Winfrey's show yesterday. I thought she was going to have Mike Tyson on there. But she had uh, uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, Mike Tyson on Monday. On uh, Monday, huh? Yeah. Uh, she had Chris Rock on there, right? And Chris Rock has his movie out. I haven't seen it yet, but I think I will, about nappy-headed black women. <laughs> I was like, Chris is my friend. But uh, when he came out on stage, Oprah, Oprah went like this. Oh, hi, baby. Welcome, baby. I'm like, that's the worst thing you could possibly call a man, a baby. And Chris, I can see it just a little childlike, weak personality when she called him baby. Here she is, big mama calling him baby. He a grown, he's a grown man. But black women call, you could be 190 years old and they call men babies. And the men just grin and take it. They don't even defend themselves. I'm not a baby. There's something wrong with this. It may, or maybe there's something wrong with me. Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> well, am I taking this thing to the stream? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I'm taking it to the stream. I think so. I mean, and, I've been here two years, and you don't know my name, but I don't take that negative. Right. Just like when I call my 28-year-old son, and I've thought about that since you said, said it. Uh, when I call him baby, I mean, that's my child, fruit of my womb. He's 28 years old. He has three boys, but he's still... My baby. Well, you're not. You're right. You're right. And he knows And, and then you should remind me. if I. And you're right. After two years, I should know your name. But I've known Francisco almost 20 years. And I have to sometimes say, boy, to him. It, well, it's so wrong with my brain. Boy and baby. I'd rather call my son baby than boy. He should, if he doesn't like it, he should correct it. Right. It, we let what happened to us happen. Right. That's my point. But is it the so baby? am I a stream now? 
Yeah. If she but, calls him boy, does that mean she's treating him like a boy, or does that just mean she's that's an now? When I say boy, I do it in a joking like way. Right. No. But most of the time, when women say, not all women, say boy, it's demeaning. It does something to your soul. It does something to men's soul. Yes. It, it, it does something to him inside where he just kind of ride with it because he's already been so demeaned growing up by, by a woman, you know. And so that thing, if he has not overcome that, it does something inside. And that's why he can't correct it because it has an inward effect on him. And a boy, a man, anybody over 21, according to, I think that any boy that can take care of himself a lot of doing is a man, really have persistent self-control, working for himself. But when these black women calling these black men baby and boy and come here baby, yes, sweetie, it's demeaning. But I can't blame the woman for it because he's allowing it to happen. But he's allowing it to happen because he doesn't understand that feeling, that feeling that he feels that draws him to that. It's an inner conflict that he has going on. So you have all this dynamic going on there. Maybe Oprah doesn't feel it, doesn't mean harm about it. But Chris allowed it to happen, but still, she should know not to call a grown man. I don't hear black women calling white men babies. Now, they may do it, but I don't hear They only do it primarily to black men. You think she's trying to demean him? Or I said she may not be trying, it's just... I think she is. I, I'm just saying it does demean. It's a what? Whether it's right or wrong. Okay. You say a family nurturing? What does that mean? I really don't know what that means. I beg your pardon? What does that mean, a family nurturing? It means that I, I call my son and my nephew sometimes, you know, baby. <laughs> because, because I saw them being raised. I mean, it's a, it's a family nurturing kind of But you don't hear now, men. Now, you, you don't expect them to act like babies. But they do. Yeah, they they. She answered her own question though. Once someone is a full-grown man, they don't need nurturing anymore. Right. They only need your nurturing from one from birth until three, <laughs> and then cut out the nurturing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good question, Jesse. It's kind of off the subject. Yes. But I noticed that that uh, Caucasians, young men, and Hispanics or Mexicans, whatever, Latino. They always call, like, they'll call me or other black men, they'll call them, uh, hey, bro, or, or some other terms that they mean. I've, seen, I've, seen I've seen a lot of that. I, I know that you must get it when you're out, right? Yeah. And I just wonder, I said, where did this come from? That's how we are, black men have portrayed themselves, and they're trying to get along with us. And so they'll call That's us. disrespectful. Right, but we got to let them know that, and then we got to stop acting that way. That's how we act. Hey, bro, we all brothers. I heard a radio show yesterday while I was in my car. It was on a black station, and the, and the, and the, um, the hosts were, good morning, family. <laughs> that is so demeaning to black people. We're not all families, and it's like a mothering. Hello, family. You can call in, family. We're going to have something at the park today, family. <laughs> and then the black people call in. Uh, good morning, family. Praise the Lord. Sister Elsa and sister this. I'm like, can we get it in Dahmer? Can we get in a Dahmer? But that's why whites and Hispanics do that, because that's how blacks are acting. Everybody's bro. And then they don't shake hands. They, nah, like, leave my hands alone. <laughs> I don't even need all that on my hand. Shake my hand and let's get moving. <laughs> now, I may be extreme. I'm just sick of evil winning. I'm sick of a weak society. I'm sick of weak men. I'm sick and sick and sick of this stuff that's taken over. Let me give you another quick example. Our time is just absolutely flying by. Okay, so your children are cursed. Can you kind of recognize now when your children are cursed instead of being in denial about it? Because if you could recognize it, recognizing it would cause it to change. What, Pat? I 
the, the curse thing is a little bit of a mixture, though. It seems like there are blessings and curses that seem to both be happening. Not necessarily all curses or all blessings. You give me an example of both happening. Well, I can see certain things in my uh, son that are curses that I've let in to let in. Right. But I see all sorts of blessings coming into him and through my family too. So I don't just see. That's a very interesting statement. Okay. A very good one, Pat. I feel like I, I feel like I'm being set up here. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> You're not. Honestly, I, you made me think about something. Okay. No, that's what I meant. Very interesting point because how can you be both, right? Right. I don't know if I asked the question, how can you be both? But no, but that was your statement said to me. Because it, it seems based on the cursing or blessing that both are occurring. Right. Some weak spots in which curses are coming in, but there are blessings coming through in other areas. Right. It falls on the just and the unjust. It rains on both. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I meant the time. No, we know. Oh. Let me, I love that question. I mean, that comment, it made me, it, it just, lights just went on. I feel all warm and fuzzy right now. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't want to get to it, though, because it's going to take me away from the curses. Next Sunday, I want to start out with that, because I realize now I'm not going to be able to get to the blessing. Um, but if you can just make note in your iPod or something, iPod. <laughs> okay, uh, let me give you another example uh, of the curse. Deuteronomy 28, verse 24. The Lord shall make the rain of that land powder and dust. From heaven, it shall, from heaven shall it come down upon thee until thy be destroyed. You know, a perfect example of that, a big example for everybody, is Detroit, Michigan. The dust, nothing but dust in Detroit, is being destroyed. The people cursed. Uh, and, 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 I mean, Detroit is a perfect example of what, what happens to a whole city or inner city aspect, at least, when you turn away from God. It's nothing but darkness, totally cursed. And if that's not an awakening to us of what can happen all around our country, if we continue to turn away from God, then I don't know what's going to wake us up. But you know what they say the solution is? Government money. We need more government. We need more programs. The people are literally lining up at the convention center there thinking that the government is going to give them some money and save their lives. They're, they're pounding on each other, stomping on each other. I mean, young people, healthy people who are able to get out there and earn a living have refused to do it for however many years, and now the whole city is cursed. Crime, rape, every disease you can think of, no money, corrupt leadership, the men are pathetic, the, the land is dry. Because they've turned away from the Father. They've turned away from God. And he's letting us see this, but we don't see it. We go, oh, okay, yeah, more programs. Or we'll blame the politicians. We are responsible as children of God. They can't do any more to us than what we allow. Evil can only do what you allow it to do. And if you're operating in darkness, it's going to turn your land into dust. Your children, everything you touch is going to be. Do you see that? How many of you thought about that this week? Oh, yeah, this is a perfect example of curse, to be cursed. Or did you go along with the distractions? Be honest, how many went along with the distractions? We see all the time. Yeah, with the distractions, huh? And why? I want you to wake up. We got to wake up. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. It really is. And next week, we're going to get into some of the blessings. And I want to tell you today that when you turn back to God, you will be blessed. And I can answer that question now. You said that you can see curses inside your son, but you also see blessings, right? When you, I don't, I can't answer it. Because I want you guys, I'll let you guys think about that this week. All right? That's good. 
I'll let you think about it. Uh, yeah, Richard. Thank you, Frankie, because Richard said I'm giving you guys too much anyway. But that is such a good statement. I love that statement, but we'll deal with it. I'll let you guys think about it for a week. All right? No? You want me to answer it now? No. <laughs> you do? Uh, how many people want me to answer it now? Wow. I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> but it's so powerful, though. It really, it just, it, it, it gave me love. That, that statement just really opened up. Have you ever had that moment where somebody can say something and your whole self just light up? Yes, you love. You should say it now because tomorrow is not promised. Well, then, then. That's right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is so holy. <laughs> Well, since tomorrow is not promised, you better ask God today to show you. <laughs> Before you die, I know. Because he will show you. Just like he just showed me, he will show you. Pat didn't tell me. He just threw it out there. And God allowed me to see it. <laughs> that is so deep, Lord. I really feel bad for you. I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> yes, Raymond. Okay, just a quick, uh, quick question. Um, this is about, uh, about what Chris truly is to me. Um, if you, okay, you would drink, uh, drink a glass of pure water, but would you drink a glass of pure water when you have a drop of crude oil in it, or would you throw the whole thing away? It all depends on how thirsty I want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the oil to be on the top, on the bottom, right? So I drink all the way down to the oil part, <laughs> and just throw the glass away. What's your point to it? That's my po- uh, point. Oh, that's your point. That, uh, the cur- uh, to me, a cur- uh, courage is like a t- uh, it's like a tainted t- uh, soul. He may be in, he may do a hundred things right, uh, right, but he's still uh, still uh, still tainted by his sin. Yes, I think. I think. Yes. Yes, uh, Fabian, you had your hand a while back, and I don't want you to roll your eyes at me at work tomorrow. No, I wasn't rolling eyes, but. Uh, one thing you said about uh, you know evil is doing its job. It's it's we shouldn't be mad at it. Um, that's something that held me back for a long time. I, when I would get evil coming through me, I thought uh, it was like life was so hard. Why am I being punished with these evil thoughts and such? And when I changed that attitude and realized you know uh, it's really meant to make me strong, you know it really changed everything because. Uh, I just had a whole wrong attitude, like, oh, poor me, oh, life is, oh, my, you know, all these evil thoughts. But it, it really didn't have the power that I gave it. Yeah, it's a big mistake to be mad at yourself about anything. You got to stop being hard on yourself. You can't do anything about anything anyhow. So relax. Very good point. Why be mad about something you can't change? Then it'll start to change. It really will. You know, you had a question a while back. Well, you said that. I, I had a statement, but um, uh, in response to what just happened, it's one of God's commandments that we not fret about. Yeah, that's right. He wants you to relax. Because of yourself, you can do nothing. But, yes, ma'am. And the other thing earlier that I wanted to say, there was a lady who came to the store a couple weeks ago, and she said she was hungry. Oh, she said, praise the Lord, and... God is good in all things. She said, she addressed us, we were leaving out, and she said she was hungry. And we were going to give her some food. But she didn't want what we wanted to give her. She wanted Jack in the box. <laughs> and when um, <laughs> oh, God. Patrick said something to her, she says, well, how does a white man get this? <laughs> it, was funny. it was hilarious. It was hilarious. How does a white Everybody. man get to speak for a black woman? That what she said? Yeah. yeah, I have a black guy called my radio show. He cannot stand uh, Patrick and the Bible go-to guy speaking on behalf of black people. Uh, you got these two white people there speaking about black issues. Like somehow or another, they're different than white issues. But I do want to say that the black, black Americans are cursed, not all but most. Um, and you can see it in their communities. Uh, uh, look at the inner cities around you. They're cursed. They're all cursed. They're not blessed, they're cursed. And it's because they have turned away from God. If they love God, uh, you will see more examples in the black community of loving God. Marriages and crime would be less. 
uh, uh, righteousness would prevail more so. And then we would have issues like normal folks do, but it wouldn't be in the degree, in such a degree that it is, but it's because black Americans are cursed. And if we don't tell the truth, and we don't love them enough to tell them the truth, every inner city around us will become like Detroit, or even worse. Look at Chicago inner city for, for an example. The, this generation of kids are meaner and nasty and angry. So evil is getting worse in each generation. And so every inner, inner city around us will become that way. And then that will be passed on to the white family and the Asian families and everybody else who think that they can get away from it. You cannot live in the same country and not be affected by evil when you do nothing about evil. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry, but I'm glad to tell you that. But it is already happening to the white man, already, and the Hispanic man. They're turning him away. They're corrupting him. And his family, uh, his community, his home is becoming the same way. Why can't the people see this? Because we've been told, don't point out black people is racist. Don't point out the gays is whatever. Don't point out women is this. And, and the Christians are falling for it. They're using the same language and the same way of living. Woe be unto you. We call evil good and good evil. I'm telling you, I'm giving you the warning signs. I'm warning you. Yes. Um, when you call, uh, call out a woman uh, on calling you honey or baby or this or that, or any other similar situation where you can see evil in someone, but with that uh, case, what I like so much about it, because I've done it, um, it's embarrassing. And you could find all sorts of reasons to go along with it. You can find ten reasons, but there's one to bring up. And it almost shocks them, because they're so used to it. Yep. But they never do it again, because it's That's so embarrassing. Right. And somehow Amen. they recognize the truth in that. Yes. But it's so embarrassing to them that it stops. Yep. And the same thing would go with, like, acting, you know, black. Um, it could be really uncomfortable for people because you see everyone's acting black, well, no matter what color they are. Yes. But if you, the same thing, if you bring it up, you know, you can't be afraid of embarrassing someone. That's right. Because once you bring it up, you bring it into the light, it's changing in the light. Yeah, you shifts everything. It's, it's changed. That's right. And people do feel uncomfortable. So what? But you still bring it to the light. Absolutely, man. That, that makes sense. Yes, ma'am. I think when you're um, when you have a son as a mother, you have to be very respectful of your son if he's older, and not treat him like this little baby that you you know that you. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, you need to be respectful of him as a child boy. You know, once he turned three years old, it's time to take him away from that mama thing yeah. and start treating this guy. Like, you know, one day he's going to have to fend for himself. And not with meanness, but with love, with honesty. And I, I was talking to a, a child of mine on the other day, and they wanted some money. And I said, no, and they got mad and hung up on me. So I called back, I left a message because they didn't answer. I said, you know what, money is not it. You're not getting the money from me. You're too old to be asking for money. You need to get two jobs. You need to learn to fend for yourself. And they got so mad, it left me to me. You're not a family value father. <laughs> you talk about family values. You're not family value. And I'm saying, so are you saying money is family value? If I don't give you money, I'm not a family value kind of man, right? And but we got to teach them from after three years old, maybe even before that, because mama does such an awful job on them. You got to start treating them the way you would want them to be independent and free and of love and, and, and a man who's well, going to get married and raise his family. You, yeah. you erode their confidence because um, I, I had a situation with our son where I would ask him something like, how are you doing? But I would say it like, how are you doing? Like, yes. kind of like, oh, I know it's so bad. <laughs> you know, like that, you know? <laughs> And Such so a good he, point. He said, Mom, don't talk to me like that. Yes, ma'am. You know, he, he's free to criticize, so. Right on. We are so out of time. And I'm so not into this the way I would like to be. We're going to so pick it up next Sunday. <laughs> Unless, since tomorrow is not a problem, we all may be out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
Go to my website, get the Be Still and No CD, and learn to pray. Calm down. Go to bondinfo.org. Also, if you need counseling, call us. We need your support financially. Thanks for tuning in, and thank you guys. For more information or to purchase a copy of this show, visit us on the web at www.bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-BOND.